everybody. Welcome to Outspoken. I'm your host, Justin White, and this is episode 27. My guest today is my friend Rich Jacobs. He is an amazing self-taught artist. Um, he's a musician. He's a really good guy. Uh, he's a good chef. He made me this amazing breakfast breakfast of uh, chilaquiles, terrible pronunciation, and this uh, this winter salad that he just kind of whipped up out of his imagination, and uh, it was delicious. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about him. You're going to hear about him from he himself in a minute. Um, but uh, I wanted to say that the music in this episode, the very first interlude you hear is uh, from an amazing, this really nice album that Rich made with his friend Tim Kerr, who you might know from the big boys. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that interlude is his, the rest of them are mine. And what else do I want to say? Um, hmm. Oh shit. I think my fridge and my dishwasher are about to fight. They've been looking at each other funny all morning, and uh, looks like it's getting serious. Oh, damn. I guess chronologically that makes sense, right? I don't know. I mean, it never it never stays chronological. <laughs> yeah, no, we could not start, for long. We could start Especially, early. Yeah, yeah. But we'll probably jump around. It, it ties into everything. Yeah. Um, so I, I grew up in Southern California in a town called Long Beach, which mm-hmm. is still L.A. County, but it's close to Orange County. Right. And beach culture and, you know, surfing and stuff like that. A lot of my friends growing up would, uh, you know, get up at 6 a.m. and go surfing before school, before school. and stuff like that. That's like just, in high school and stuff? That's just <coughs> like the culture there. You know, okay. That's part that's of it. That's pretty but, uh, And skateboarding was a huge right. thing in the 70s. I got into skateboarding, I think, in 19... 19- 76. I was four years old. Holy smokes. I was born in 72. So yeah, six, 76. So that was a pretty like epic moment in skateboard history is when, you know, like urethane wheels were now, you know, before that it was like clay and, you know, metal wheels, which uh, made a little harder to skateboard. Once they made urethane wheels, that changed everything. Is this like a, the Dogtown Z-Boys era, like that kind of? Around then, yeah. And I'd see those guys at skate parks as a little really? kid, and I still remember it. Holy I remember crap. this guy named Shugo Kubo, who's Asian. And uh-huh. he just had rad style. He was like one of those guys. And it just I remember seeing him in Alva skate parks and just being like, what? Like, They're just blowing Even lines. as a tiny little kid, like people like stood still and watched because you knew that was like something else. Yeah, you know? it was different than what had I, been. I got yeah. really lucky and fortunate because I had some older cousins and my older brother, and uh, we would all go to the skate parks together. Even though I was a young kid, I went with them who were older, and then older only by a few years really but it but it like was enough to make a difference my uncles and yeah. parents would drive us really I just drop you guys off for the yeah, day sometimes they'd stay and sometimes they'd drop us off and like i saw some cool stuff like i feel very lucky that way you uh-huh. know like uh sort of the history of skateboarding you know like saw Dwayne peters and some of those guys skateboard which like seeing that is a lot different than seeing in a magazine or like yeah. hearing someone tell about it it's like seeing that is 
huge you know? and especially when you're a little kid it yeah. must be super impressionable yeah and if you're yeah. interested in skating you're suddenly yeah way interested all of a sudden when no one can do those things and they're doing it you're yeah. just like well that's insane you know? and then it makes you think maybe you could you could yeah. do some weird stuff nobody's for, tried for sure like and it it encouraged me to you know keep on and i, I skated into my adult life pretty much and really? I, and i still do skateboard graphics and i that's have awesome. a lot of uh friends that are ex skate pros and yeah you know i'm still definitely influenced in uh you know i work i do stuff sometimes for vans obviously right. and companies like that that you know are skateboard related to it wouldn't so. exist without the skate world yeah it's, it's hard to think of that now because they're kind of mainstream culture but yeah it, at the time was definitely a skateboard shoe, a, you yeah, know, so. skate shoe but uh i you know i like i like my memories of long beach uh how he's con- we moved around my father was a pilot oh wow and so uh we moved in the military or, no, in, or he, commercial he flew for united oh, okay he's a commercial airline pilot and uh he used to always tell me something that i that i always remember he, he said you know if you do something that you like it beats working for a living nice and so i think that was one of the things that i was influenced by my dad in he, i uh, wish every kid could hear that yeah Want, you know, it's important so, like you know? at the age where it would sink in and for sure he he would tell that to me and then my grandfather who was uh he has an interesting story too but he he uh he was like an electrical contractor and had his own business and put in electricity into built large buildings in, in long beach or, or all was over somewhere the world else? Actually. oh really he had a small airplane he'd fly to like south america and do really it. And then just to do electrical like work downtown los angeles he put some some of those large buildings downtown was he just like a, an a contractor I mean, how, how did why was he started he... off as like a post hole digger uh-huh. in the depression era you know like early on wow and like basically worked his way up, started his own contracting company. Stuff. And Holy my crap. dad was supposed to take over that company and decide it. And he studied business and everything in college to do it and then worked for him a year and then decided, you know, where, what he really loved to do was fly. Wow. And so my grandpa was like, well, why don't you go try to apply? Just kind of thinking he wouldn't get it. And he got the job wow. with United and worked for him his whole life. Did he really, he really didn't think he could or was he supportive and like, go follow your dreams, son? It was was kind of like, it was kind of like, go follow your dreams, but like, I also want you to run my business. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you, I hope you fail. But, but like he, he was always, I think, respectful that my dad did that. Like, I think my dad surprised him by doing that, but then he like kind of had to respect it. For sure. Um, my grandpa's business was, uh, you know important to him but he knew that it couldn't be as important to someone else i'm sure but and, that's a know. pretty big deal to even yeah. notice that yeah you know, to be mindful of that most so, most people of that generation yeah. are like you're taking over the business yeah, right by the way. in know. a way it was kind of his fault because him he, because he had a small plane he <laughs> and my dad had like built up all these flight hours oh, my man. dad wasn't in the military like a lot of pilots got their training that way right so my dad and my grandfather just because my grandpa had this plane took flight training courses so cool. and so, so he learned he lived right by the long beach airport no wonder my, my dad to used to tell me he'd ride his bike to the airport and just watch planes take off you know and then so you know, he was pretty obsessed he was into it that's so cool. it wasn't like he was just uh taking a job that he didn't want you know right so and i that all, that was something that meant something to me as a kid and you know he was gone a lot as a pilot and i was always like i knew my dad loved me and stuff like that but i never 
was like, where is he? You know, yeah. Like half the week he'd be gone or whatever. And like, and what would your mom say? Like, how did she? <coughs> she's me. like, he's working. He's... Yeah, yeah. And, and I think you know, but that hurts as a kid. Yeah, you just can't help but think. You're like, what? He'd rather yeah. be somewhere else. Like, Maybe, yeah. And I and I knew that. I know sometimes he'll say now that he wishes he would have been around more and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you know, you gotta, you gotta like. uh cut someone slack he was trying to raise a you know we had four kids or whatever wow. so i'm sure he had to do something to make that work yeah well and um, he and he chose something that he yeah. loved to do which yeah. is good for him that's yeah. better for you guys he was too. happier like, probably as a result right. as opposed to just yeah think about all the him. miserable dads who that's that's what i treated their families yeah they might have been around more or more or but not they were more angry but they they hated their work yeah. so they're being I, I think that's that's a total valid thing to think about like when you're looking at what you're spending your life doing like you you, you really should enjoy it i think the, it's one of the most valid things <laughs> yeah, to look it's at like, it's like that's kind of what you want to be looking at most i think, I think so, so. It's, and amazingly we've all agreed to yeah. mostly we've agreed to not look at it so people, some people uh, are trained to not think about that because responsibility comes yeah. first and here's how you do it and you, you know you go to college you do this this is the path and, yep. and and that works for some people you know we're finding out i think as time goes that uh the world needs people that are interesting creative thinkers as well and yeah. not just people that have like studied what is already in books and yeah what what thoughts are already out there we need innovators and pioneers and people that are like progressive and bring back the philosophers and the artists and the people who have vision i think so i mean i think that's honestly if you look at any of the developments that have happened in the last 20 years it's basically been those i mean they went obviously to college but like all those but they're thinking outside the box for sure yeah and and hopefully that's being encouraged i don't i don't know it seems like public school has sort of given up on uh creative thinking as a yeah i mean i i I dropped out of art school because I felt like it wasn't creative enough. Uh-huh. Isn't that <laughs> like, funny? Yeah, like I felt like like I wanted to be a painter, and I was like, I want to paint. I've never actually had any painting instruction. They're like, oh, painting's dead. It's gonna really? all be done on computers. Somebody said that to yeah. you. Yeah, like I basically were like trying to talk me out of being at art school. Yeah, and That's I was like, bullshit. I was like, I don't like that. Yeah, it doesn't sound right to me at <laughs> yeah. all. So I I couldn't relate to that, and I I found <clears throat> that the teachers that I had that I could relate to the most were kind of encouraging me like you don't really need to be here that's awesome and the ones that i was you know having the hardest time with were like you can't do this or you're not going to amount to anything yeah do it this way or it's wrong so i basically you know had a meeting with the uh, principal of the school at the time and he was like some guy that had invented like weightlifting pants like the (laughs) The baggy ones so i like i kind of used that against him when i was exiting (laughs) that's hilarious i was like i can't trust anything you're saying you invented weightlifting pants and then he just couldn't say anything did you actually say that yeah holy he was not happy with it that's hilarious what a shutdown that's like the that felt that felt probably as good as anything i ever did (laughs) ever said that's pretty satisfying that's like that yeah that was your that that was your senior thesis project (laughs) (laughs) that 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 in itself was like an art it is that's pretty that's performance starting a new movement yeah I will not. I will not non, trust you. The non-weightlifting pants union. If you're wearing those ridiculous <laughs> patterned pants that are all baggy, I can't and, trust you. Yeah, they're not suitable for out, outdoors. I can't. I can't take a word you're saying seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. So, that's a good place to draw the line, I think. So yeah, that's that's where my art uh, school stuff ended. Uh, and with probably exception, where your art career began. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. to prove it to myself that that 
like I could do it, and I did. Uh, luckily, somehow, I feel very fortunate that that's been the case. But uh, well, I think you took your own advice, or whoever, like you know, yeah. follow what you, yeah, you are you good gotta, at and like, and it's coming out of you. You got to trust. You got to trust what's in there, and I think that's that's the thing that I want to go into next. As we were talking about my early uh, development and you know being a kid, and I have a kid now. And I see this a lot. Like I, f- I feel like one of the saddest things is kids get to a certain age and they'll either be told by someone else or they get an idea. A lot of it's like self-doubt in their yeah. in their own head, where they they'll compare themselves to other existing, you know, a friend in the class or you know their dad or somebody else who's yep. better at, in their minds at like drawing or something, and they decide they're not good enough, and so they're just they're not going to be quit in, right there. Just quit. That's yeah. it. Even if they love to draw, right? Like it'll just be like I'm not. That guy's better. Yeah. And it's really sad because, essentially, for a lot of people, that's it. That's like the last time they decide that they can ever be creative, and then they, they've decided they're yeah. not going to do that. Yeah, they put it true. down forever, thinking it's off limits to yeah. them. Yeah, which, which is, is really unfortunate. It's kind of a travesty. I yeah. mean, it's on a personal level, but yeah. but on a wider scale too, because it's so common. People you know are what just I like, love. On the opposite end, I love meeting like some like sixty year old, you know, some one of my friends' dads or something. You go into his office and you uh-huh. like see these weird drawings and like who did these? And he's like, Oh, it's my side hobby or something. Yeah. I love seeing people that like don't think they're artists make art. And they're fostering it like yeah. way later. And in I life like that and... they just did it. They're yeah. still doing it. Like are like I'll hear from I'll hear from kids sometimes they're like, Yeah, my dad draws. It's like, Oh really? But like their dad'll be like a lawyer or something. Right. It's like yeah, oh, you have no cool. idea. It's good. I li- I love that. I like it. I, I don't think it really, sh- you know, shouldn't you shouldn't have to like be some like mystic shaman to be an artist or like right, you know, like look like Andy Warhol or something. Right. You got to like anyone should hopefully have that outlet available to them to express I feel like that is feelings, what that know? is what the human being is. Yeah. It's a it's a vehicle for like, creative expression. Yeah. And you know, and I'm not saying everyone has to love drawing or painting or whatever. No, it but could like, be whatever your thing is. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna be into dancing or if you're gonna write poetry or if you're gonna like just occasionally write in your journal or yep. like when you see something awesome you wanna take a photo of it, like that's that's your expression. Whatever it is that's in you, you have to trust and you have to celebrate it because it's it's yours. Right. So it's what uh, it's what you have to yeah. share, and if yeah. you're not sharing it, you're not really being true to yourself, right? And you're not showing anybody else who you are, like yeah. who you truly you're are. Kind of hiding a lot of who you are to, to other people and which, to yourself. Like if yeah. you're walking through the world, not allowing yourself to admit that or give yourself permission to be right. an artist, or yeah. you know, like it took me decades to to yeah. say I'm a mu- I am a musician. Yeah, I am. You know, yeah. and I didn't know that I was because I yeah. just like you said, I looked around. And yeah. saw all these people who were better than me and more established and yeah. more confident and had some credentials behind them. You know, I yeah. didn't see any of that in myself. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just do this as a hobby. I think that's the, to me, that's like the biggest failing of, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to blame it only on schools, but like schools, as soon as a budget cut comes, like art classes are the first to get cut. Like, yeah. There's just no real encouragement that way, but but also like at home, like parents are busy with their own trips. They don't like when they see that their kid stops drawing. They just kind of are like, okay, 
That's yeah. fine. Oh, I guess they just the don't really thing, encourage yeah. it. And you know, I'm not saying people have to be forced to make art or something. Yeah. But like, but I, but I really feel like just having the stuff out. You know, like having art supplies in your house and yeah. like, you know, when your kid wants to just play video games, you're like, actually, we're gonna do some drawing. Or yeah. Like, you know, let's make some stuff instead of watch other people's like touch a controller. You know, yeah. like it's not. It's not very creative to watch. And, you know, nowadays we have this thing where kids want to watch on YouTube other people playing video games. I know, that blows me away. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how about it's if like you at least do another step own... removed from, <laughs> yeah. from actually engaging <laughs> yeah. in something? It's really it's it's an unfortunate I, circumstance. Yeah, well, that's what I don't get is like how readily we've accepted this we've let, the, we've, the opportunity to disconnect. Like we've we've, we've really quickly like agreed to not be creative. Yeah, we've, all we've decided once. we're not doing yeah. we're not doing anything. We're, we're gonna just going to sit watch. there and watch. Yeah, we're just going to watch. Are, are we gonna other like people's lives go by? Stream? Are we going to look at Instagram all day? Are we going to, you know, sit at work and per- wish we were on Instagram or yeah. whatever it is? Like, we're kind of spending a lot of our time looking at these, you know, devices, these screens, and and sort of spending a lot of empty time. Yeah, like some of it's meaningful, and you can connect to people and. You know, I I talk to people all over the world sometimes, and I, f- I find that rewarding. It's, yeah, there are aspects that are positive for of sure, course, of course. But I but I feel like, you know, we we're just, we were talking about this earlier. Like, you go to a restaurant, and a couple's both not even talking to each other, yeah. facing each other at a table, looking at their phones, and then, you know, you go to a game like a sports game. Like, well, I, I don't do that, but <laughs> you'll see it, and there'll be like ten people, like just on the bench like looking at their phone or yeah. you know at a public park and the, all the parents are yeah real I wonder, life I, is not at enough at first i used to think they're all texting each other but right no i think they're each doing their own <laughs> they're private all, they're thing. all on their own yeah. trip entirely and then like you have to wonder like what, what does that do to a kid like it they messes just them up, see man. everyone is like self-involved absolutely that's that's the lesson that's being taught is like self-absorption is okay and encouraged and vicarious living is encouraged so and no what 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 meaning what meaning like i look at kids and i'm like how do they how do they find significance or meaning in in this humanity society yeah Yeah. it's a good question like we have crazy leadership we have Mm -hmm insane politics you know for them to sort through at at a young age like and then you just have everyone else looking at nothing <laughs> yeah to them like they don't know what they're looking at you know right well it, it's not them <laughs> yeah it's like they know that life. they're looking at something that's they're getting more neglected essentially basically yeah, yeah. and very visibly like yeah. very actively proactively neglected yeah oh sorry i'm with you but i have to look at this instead <laughs> guess of guess what my your phone's face. more important than your like childhood <laughs> sorry then, yeah than you your know? your being yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. And it's really, it's really kind of frightening, like how quickly it happened. Well, and, and like and, we, we gave that up. Like we had a life 10, 15 years ago without these. Yeah. And we just chose. Everyone thought they needed it, and they need the newest one every time. And yeah, they were sold know, their, on their the screen idea. broke. They got to get the newer, better version. <laughs> right. Like, it's got, it's got to be done. Yeah. Or you're not cool or yeah. whatever. You're not up to speed with the <laughs> yeah. rest of us. But I, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I look forward to people maybe breaking outside of that i know everything's going towards just having your phone be your computer and yeah i i don't have a laptop anymore i just use my phone yeah most people it's like that's where it's headed but like also i think there's there's got to be more people have to like want more out of life definitely
one thing I wanted to say though, like you know, ra rather than just come down against technology in general, like there are ways that it can be very helpful, obviously, to uh, speed things up in terms of you know, I don't know, political events or like you know, there's there's obviously you know you're you're a lot likely more likely to be saved if you're in an accident if you have a cell phone or right i remember one time i was stuck in an elevator in new york uh going up to a gallery with your brother and, really? and my friend jordan Issa. like totally stuck we were all three of us were just, and it was like 90 degrees in the summer in this elevator with all we were bringing some art up to an art show we were all in and just got stuck. Like the and power went out, or did I didn't even have a cell stopped? phone yet. It was like early enough where I didn't have one. Right. Jordan didn't, hadn't got one or didn't bring his, and then but your brother, brother yeah. had one in his backpack, but didn't remember for a little bit. So we were stuck in there for a while, and he's like, "Wait, I think I have a cell phone." And then he like, I was like, "That's amazing!" Like he actually called, like because we did the thing on the elevator, and no one, you know. Really? Nothing happened. You pulled the alarm and nobody came? Yeah, and then we're just like, cool. And it was like Saturday. We, yeah, we would have been there like until Monday. You right. Know? And then uh, your brother called and the fire people came and they had to like literally like break us out of this elevator because it was in between floors. Holy crap. It was gnarly. But like I, I thought about that and I was like, okay, I'm going to get a cell phone. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> that, reason. That was, my, that was my like, I guess I'm doing this finally. Well, I think that's how it was for a lot of people. Like what, there was one, I mean, I know a lot of parents yeah. like the whole gps tracking ability yeah. for their kid yeah. and that's often why people like well yeah. we'll get them a phone and then we'll always know where they are yeah I and think by the way a, yeah they'll like, also have free reign you yeah, know they can yeah. go do look at anything they want yeah. in the universe exactly whenever they want and they will they'll think that everyone's their friend on the internet yeah and all that but yeah it's there's a lot of that, that's what i was gonna say is like with with anything you know like including like a butter knife yeah there's a responsibility like you can right. cut yourself on a simple house knife if you're not you're not holding it right or whatever you yeah know? like and like i think teaching kids that is super important but also teaching yourself as an adult like the limits of that is super important you know and like i i feel really lucky and this is going to sound like i'm just going totally off on this weird tangent but like i feel super lucky i i got at a really early age into skateboarding, which, you know, back then seemed more like a sport, but it was more of actually really a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And I think it inadvertently got me listening to punk music before I even cared about what other music was. That's the kind of music I was, you know, it was like Ted Nugent to skip forward to like, you know, the Stooges and then punk. And like, nice. it was just like this weird, you know, my older brother was into metal. So I was like, I can't like what my brother likes. Yeah. So I got to like the other thing, you know, and that happened to be punk. Just because that was the scene. You yeah. Were in. You know, and that's, yeah, it was like new and exciting and different and crazy. And, and then you started, that's you where were the playing. energy was. And like, I felt it. Like, I was a little kid, but I remember skating backyard ramps, listening to like, you know, circle jerks or the adolescents or like yeah. these like la punk bands and when just you were being, really young yeah and black flag and just being like this is gnarly like That's what awesome. is this you know and yeah like, actually in a lot of it i thought was funny i was like so young that like if they swore or said anything like controversial i just i, I thought it was hilarious you know wow. and i grew up in a conservative house where like no one talked like that so yeah I, like it was like wow like these guys are wild it's just know? so far out of bounds yeah. from... but it put it like it it was crazy, but it was like relatable, and I and I was like, yeah, a lot of this stuff is stupid. You yeah, know? like the there's a lot of things that they're making fun of that need to be made fun of or whatever, yeah. or like called out or like later on, you know, like I'd 
the message was huge in, yeah. in punk to me. Like that was like something that I still hold true to like, you know, like music when I listen to it, it's gotta be more than just like a sick beat or whatever. Right. It has to like have some, some, some message, rawness you know, and some, some rawness yeah. and like the, the, the feel, you know, a lot of that stuff still carries with me, but like I, you know, I'm not sitting there listening to like 1981 hardcore every day, but <laughs> yeah. like, but I, but the spirit of yeah, it lives. But if I you. did, it would be awesome. No, yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. Every I'm joking. That's but, all you ever listen yeah, to. But no, I like I I like a lot of different music. I feel really. I've worked at a lot of record stores and just been like, sort of an obsessive music uh, listener since I was young. But yeah. like, when did you start playing? I started playing music when I was probably, let's see, probably about twelve or thirteen. Guitar. Guitar, and I, I wasn't. You know, I, I'm still not good, but I. Play well, I don't know since that, then, I but I I like did it for fun, and then me and my friends, you know, like I, in high school, like I did bands, like we would, I'd go skateboarding and band practice, and then I'd come home and draw, and then like maybe do my homework, uh -huh. or maybe I'd just do it at school, like. But somehow I did okay enough where I could get by doing that. Yeah, but, um, but you had much higher, different priorities. <laughs> yeah, but I but I wanted to say like those weirdly like skateboarding and punk like gave me these weird outlets one like i drew you know record covers and t-shirts and stickers and flyers and stuff nice. posters for not only my band but like a bunch of my friends and then all of a sudden i was like trading tapes with kids all over the world and it was like pre-internet so it was like this whole network that started i can travel most places in the world and like contact a friend that i met back then and like stay at their house or, like, you know like it's just really fun to like think like i'm 35 years later or whatever i'm still friends with a lot of these people or 30 years later like because of music yeah and because art of, and like doing, doing a network. zine you know yeah. like that's that seems so wild to me that like i made this like xerox thing on my friend's dad's photocopier <sighs> like that like i thought 10 people were gonna ever see mm -hmm. and then now i'm friends with these guys that i traded with like they sent me their zine, I sent them mine, and like Across the world. somehow we're still friends. dynasties to be so boring and like, yeah. it's like guess what your right. family's not that awesome yeah you like, just you just got lucky <laughs> yeah and you stayed in power you yeah. just held on and you had the power to protect like, your power your dad did this but that doesn't mean you get to yeah or like or doesn't all mean your brothers at it or, or like your whole family doesn't need to be you're in, talking about yeah. the bushes anyone any yeah. like even i mean i'll be honest like like think about how many millions of people there are and we have to choose from the same like 10 you know like no yeah like sorry there's someone better for, you there's know? always some yeah there's, like there's uh, some there's someone that's not related to you that could do this job <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean well like nepotism has never really benefited anyone but the people sure. those direct that's, that's what i'm directly saying in line. like yeah. i i i mean i voted for hillary clinton i'll say it but like 
like it it would have been you know I, I don't know it would have been much better in my opinion than what we're dealing with now for sure in like, some in certain ways certain it ways it would have we would have had other challenges and then you know there's unforeseen things that you don't know until they're happening. Like, yeah. Who knows how Russia would have reacted or whatever. Right. You know, like all that kind of stuff. Well, Hillary Our, was pretty ready to go to war with she's, just about yeah, anybody. Yeah. So that's, that's, we might be actively in war. Exactly. If, you know, that's, and people don't talk about that. Yeah. They think, you know, I she agree. had, she had every yeah. right policy and he, he had every wrong one. Listen, yeah. there's no Perfect. point in even arguing about Donald Trump as yeah. a person. Everybody knows he's a fucking moron. Right. right? Yeah. And, except yeah. for the ones who are, you know, have agreed to turn off their brains in order to follow. I find, some, I know. find it interesting that we could even be where we are, but it's I also find it, I find it sad and disturbing and, uh, pathetic in many ways, but I, I can totally see how it happened. It's perfectly, it's like, perfectly logical. How we you're like, wow. Like yeah. I didn't want to think that that was possible, but it clearly was. And, and it the did. way that it happened is so shocking for so many people, you know, to go, to have to boomerang from what we yeah. thought was the best yeah. we would ever have for, for <laughs> liberal liberals and Democrats, yeah. you know, and it turns it's a weird, out. It's a weird life. I, don't, I mean, the pendulum obviously has to swing the other way because that's what it does. But like, at what point does it swing so far that it does breaks off? Breaks irrepar- the, you know, just like of- so much damage that we can't repair it. Like there's, yeah. there's, there is a point. We might be at <laughs> like, that point. We might like, be looking at that. And it point may, right it may not even be political. It may be like the Earth can't handle it, or yeah. or or like. In order to handle it, the Earth needs to shake us off of it. That's yeah. I think that's how the Earth is going to survive. Like to it always wins. <laughs> you know, like we don't we don't really ever get to choose that one. Well, and the, and the Earth is a minuscule part of a bigger system that we don't. Yeah, you know, we can't possibly comprehend. So, sure. if the Earth explodes and everything on it, <laughs> yeah. that's okay too. Yeah. There's still more after that. Yep. I don't think humans like to think of that, or they a lot of them yeah. can't comprehend life without humans right but it does but there but it, there will it could be, be there's others there's yeah. other stuff there was before there will, <laughs> yeah. probably will be again yeah and if we're, you can think we're of very it, arrogant and limited in our scope i think as humans yeah and like always have been well it's because we have an ego and we put the ego first where and i don't think any other animals in the animal kingdom do that yeah, yeah. They, they're living as their true selves all the time they have to coexist yeah they don't really you know and like we strayed we, we away somehow from thought that we were better than that or more like up higher on the ladder where we didn't have to pay attention to that but it's clearly wrong yeah like we can't we can't like like keep going on that path it doesn't no. work no and it obviously doesn't work but i think it's like even if there are going to be if there are people in power making laws and making like yeah. policy for the whole planet yeah. who are willing to deny the All facts yeah. that are right in front of their face and being yeah. pointed out to them on a regular basis by everyone, by everyone, <laughs> then I think it's kind of a lost cause, at least yeah. in that arena. I think we need to focus somewhere else and yeah. make a move yeah. where it could actually have some headway. It's interesting to see that that's finally starting to happen, but it's like so, like seriously, like now it took like, this much yeah, to, to like, wake up. Yeah, and I people could, still aren't waking up because yeah. there there's so many diversions they can just stay away from it they can pretend like it's not happening like that article that just came out that's like we have 10 years it's like actually i remember thinking 20 years ago that what are we doing yeah like we got to do this now and somebody was thinking 50 years ago (laughs) about that and didn't get a voice (laughs) until now and it's too late yeah
I guess to tie everything that we've kind of been talking about together, like I feel like uh, decisions you make when you're young can be very impactful for the rest of your life. I'm not saying you're trapped if you made some bad ones, like that's it. Sorry, guys. But like if you do make some uh, choices unknowingly when you're a kid, they can have long-term effects. And and I, I say that as somebody that feels like my life, like a lot of the things I do now, I've been doing for a long time Mm -hmm. and discovered them when I was young. And I feel really fortunate and lucky, but it also means I didn't quit paying attention to new things. Like I always wanted to, I always want to hear new music. I always wanted to read books. Like when I dropped out of art school, that's when I started to care about art history more. Uh Like, you know, like I try to teach myself, information about things that I found fascinating or interesting or important and I still do and I always want to do that but I also want to be doing those things not just reading about what other people did or hearing you know music that other people made I want to play it I want to do it and I want my son to know that like I do that because I care about it and like I want him if he wants to do that to do it with me but he doesn't have to like I don't want him to be like me he follows his own thing but with the same sort of spirit of like like I want him to know that that's a possibility like if you want to be creative like it's it's up to you like how creative you want to be in your life is your choice and like sometimes that's that's coming from a perspective maybe of like white privilege or luxury or something like that but like I honestly believe no matter what situation you're in, no matter how bad it sucks, the worst times of my life, like the way I've gotten out of it is by trying to be creative. Uh And like, you know, like that's coming from a white guy, but it like is true. I think it's a truth, a fundamental truth. It's like, I know that because like if like when you're depressed and all you think about is how bad it sucks. Yeah. You're not thinking about like helping other people. Nope. You're not thinking about like making things better. You're thinking about poor my me. life sucks. Poor it's me. all like yeah, self it's a pity party. Pit, yeah, and like in that, you know, and there's real reasons why people can feel that way. And I'm not denying that and like not trying to belittle it, but it's like the thing that helped me out of that situation when I was feeling it was to try to do as much for other people, try to help, try to give. Yeah. And try not to just think about like Sucks. sucks. What's, yeah. It's like, or how, me, or like, how know. do I make it better for yeah. me? It's like, it's, it's a weird byproduct I've found in life when you try to do something for other people when you're kind of not being selfish and when you're not uh, sort of self absorbed. Like, you tend to get way more back than if you're just thinking about how it. How can I get stuff for me? Or like, yep. like if you're a selfish person, you're not going to be satisfied. No, and you can. And nothing like, ever satisfies like you. Like you always have to have more. Like yep. it's never good enough. Like there's always a, like all of a sudden everyone else has this gallery they're showing at or whatever, yeah, and you're like have this new shiny car. You know, it. like it, it, there's always something else. And like if you want to be happy, you have to do the things that you know make you happy, not like what makes your neighbors stoked that they have, you yeah, know, or whatever. And and that, and that's so basic, but it's like. But how do you so how do you get that lesson to somebody who doesn't have the natural curiosity or the the potential you know the, the I think, opportunities? I think you have to, to show them. Uh, this is going to sound funny, but uh, it, it's it's kind of like if you're a chef and you just make meals and then feed people and they're happy. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's it's kind of more like think of it like this think about if you can get people to come to your house and and like be a part of it the experience so, mm-hmm. so they can feel what it like is like to want to do it because they've done it right and then when they leave they're like not only was that food awesome but we made it mm-hmm. and i know how to do it now and i can show my friends how to do it right. and they'll be stoked and we we and, had like a commute yeah, we communed yeah. and then all over, of a sudden it's like everybody wins instead of like so you kind of that guy's to, an awesome chef. He's still an awesome chef. I don't know how to make any food. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so so it's, you, it's like that. It's like if you can get people to see that they are a part of the equation, right? Are part of what is happening in the world. I think that's when I curate art shows. It's always for that reason. It's not like I'm not a curator. I'm, uh, like I didn't even know what the word meant when I first got asked to put on other people's art shows, but like But you've curated a ton I've, of shows. Yeah, but I like I did it. I didn't study it. I didn't mm-hmm. go to art school to be a curator. Right. Like I didn't know how to spell the word. Yeah. You know, like I literally like did it the way I would do a punk show. Like uh-huh. I used to put on punk shows because I lived in Denver and the bands I liked weren't coming through, so like I called Fugazi and said hey, do you guys want to play in Denver? And then they did. Like, That's awesome. But I was like 16. You wow. know what I mean? Like you don't you don't give up when things aren't happening. You find a way to make it happen. And like if you can get people to realize that they can do that, yeah. then everything is turned in that direction instead of like, oh, I'll just wait for people to ask me to do stuff for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, guess what? It didn't happen and I never did that. Right. It's like... So you, you, do you think that it requires somebody who has that in them I think it's to, about to expose somebody else? There's, to, so, there's something about sharing that gets other people excited. It gets you excited. It gets right. it gets things off on the right level. It's like all of a sudden it's good instead of like this awkward, weird thing where you're like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Like, well, it's the firsthand engagement, right? Isn't that the difference? Like you're you're yeah. not watching somebody do it. You're doing yeah. it. Yep. And, and when that, you do something, you you learn yeah, stuff. Like any, like people talk about, like this is gonna sound funny, and I don't mean to get really weird, but like people, whenever uh, conversations like this come up, they always talk about like community. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm all for people building like groups of structure that like enable things to keep going. That's mm-hmm. essentially what a community is. Is yeah. like something that like grows legs and like. Builds. support itself yeah but yeah. it but it like there's no community unless there's action uh-huh you know what i mean there's no like real uh it's, it's like something no you can substance. talk about yeah there's nothing there unless it's like build on doing it right like and like like if you're all doing something awesome that's your community it's built off of what you're doing not like talking about it. Yeah, not the not, agreement not, not to be being sitting like, in the room. We're going to be in a community together. <laughs> right. It's like going to, it's like, like if you want a community, just join a church. Yeah, There's do one, the thing that. Whatever. You, you know do. what I mean? But like, if you want, if you, if, if you need support, like in substance, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, it's, it's actually something we all need. But like, the way to get a community more than just like wanting one is to, is to like go. You know, all it takes, like, you literally join a soccer team or whatever, and, like, there's your community. Like, yeah. Like, you, whatever it is that you like to do or you do, yeah. like, that becomes, the people you know are the people you start a community with or a, or a group with or, like, an art movement or, yeah, like, a band, uh-huh. you know, or, like, 
a political movement. <laughs> like you get who's nearby with you that like, like the, it starts by doing stuff, not, yeah. not Talking just like wanting what, what it. could be. Done. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think that's could be said about anything. Like without yeah. the footwork, you're just not going to get. Yeah. And it, but, but we, in this society now, we're sort of trained to believe that things just land in our lap. Like yeah, we, do, we not, want it. That's not the case. No, but it, well, in yeah. some ways it is like yeah. in the material world, it yeah. is like yeah. you can order something and have it there you in minutes. Have it on Amazon or yeah, whatever. That's just like, gross because it's, it's training us to think, <laughs> We don't yeah, have to do we anything. Yeah. We just get what we want. But those those are the kind of things that don't last, I feel like. The things the things that are built from experience and ground up and like I don't want to sound weird, but there's there's like two kinds of skateboarding. There's mm-hmm. like the kind where people like learn tricks, basic stuff, like how to carve, mm-hmm. how to like fall, you mm-hmm. know, like if you learn that stuff instead of just jumping on a skateboard and trying to drop it and do an invert or something, yeah, like you're going to be a better skateboarder because you're going to have like the fundamentals. I'm not saying like you have to like it's a the rule thing again. It's not like you have to like go follow all the rules. Yeah, but if you don't practice or you don't try or if you don't do stuff, like there's no question that <laughs> what you do is going to be like a little bit ill-informed or like you're going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Not to say you shouldn't try, but like if you just try to drop in right away, like you're going to probably it's slam. Foolish, you're yeah. going to probably break a bone and <laughs> you're going to like be in the hospital for a little while. Or right. Like, but if, and that could still happen even if you did practice, but like you're going to be more prepared if you know how to fall mm-hmm. or, you know, like there's just things that like are going to help you in life. I feel like uh, skateboarding is a metaphor really at this point, but yeah. like, like music and art and skateboarding have been just the things that are my models that's why i talk about them but right. they, you could replace those three words with anything else yep and it and it should be it should be personal to people and like they should do what makes them comfortable and just because everyone like is a cool skateboarder now or whatever it doesn't mean they need to be right like they should they should go the opposite way of that probably because yeah that's already cool like right you know what i mean like when people are like what what should i be doing with my art it's like that's not how you want to look at it. Like you yeah. should, you should be doing. You should know that answer because it should be coming from you. Well, that, so that's why yeah. I was asking. Like, yeah. what do we? How do we yeah. get the people who don't like? Because it seems like there's a certain part of every generation. Yeah. Who, because of their upbringing, is just yeah. they just think that they're supposed to do it that way. This is just yeah. the way you do it. So how do you get? How do you break through that? As I, th- an, I think. Uh, I think not assuming that like right when you get out of college you're owed a career and yeah. like that or like yeah, that's a good start. You know, like if you look if you approach things like I'm gonna actually do the thing instead of I'm gonna tell everyone that I want this job, it's like go out and do the thing so people are gonna want to give you the job because right. they already see you're doing it. Right. They you know, know what you I mean? have the initiative and the like if desire. you wanna be a good artist be a good artist yeah start making art and then like the galleries are gonna like if if they're doing their job they're gonna come to you eventually it might take a while but yep. like your friends are gonna tell them and like other people are gonna see it like you don't have to do all the footwork if you're doing what you love like if you're i'm not saying that you you know there's there's people that are super talented and never get breaks and yeah. maybe they do have to like send their work out a lot more or whatever and that's it's not I don't think anyone should be looked down upon for that. I'm just saying like if you're if you're doing something 
above average, people are going to take note. And like, it may take a while. It may, yeah. You may die and <laughs> before you like, get noticed. Yeah. But yeah. like, but people the art's are going to be there. like, that is amazing. This guy was doing this 50 years ago. That's yeah. insane. Like, yeah. Well, doesn't do you much good at that point, but it like well, but it does the world good. Yeah, like that's the beauty of of yeah. creative like, why, stuff. Why is why that are you it, making art? Yeah, it exists yeah. after the person exists. Yeah, and it was and like you said way back in the beginning, yeah, the fact that that's your own self expression, right? It's like is if, kind of everything. If you like, want to be remembered after you die, you could just build a just make monument something. of yourself, you know, yeah. like in your backyard, like a sculpture of your face or whatever. Yeah, or but it's or like, make or a song. You could make an art or, or piece, it, yeah. or you. Or you could think of an idea that radically changes the landscape. Yep. And then one of your friends will come by and get the money for it because right. you're probably too humble. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like no, but like. But you still made a change in the yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah. Like some somebody else may get the credit for what you do, but really inside you're going to know that you're the one that like invented the internet or whatever right. it yeah, is. Yeah. Whatever you your know? thing is. So. Yeah. But also. You don't want to get too wrapped up in what that means in no. terms of your ego. I think if you if you're doing it as an really, honest pursuit of of creation, whatever your version of that is, yeah, if that's should, what's at should, your heart, I think it's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna feel good. If you're doing good in the world and putting good things out in the world, it it comes back. I, I think mean, so. Like yeah. I've seen that happen. I don't. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm an expert at life, but like you you can tell the difference like if you put negative energy in the world it comes back it comes too. back too yeah you know? it's not like like oh this is this has no consequence it's like yeah if you do something lame chances are it's gonna it's gonna come back to you i think that's true and yeah. if you do something awesome hopefully even if it doesn't come back to you immediately like hopefully that helps like so many other people right you know? well that's the thing it doesn't always come back in a way that you expect or, gonna be or different, yeah, you know? predict it's it's more just like yeah. it had an impact you served your role in that in that happening and yeah. that yeah. feels right it's like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones or like right. or like Coke and Coke Pepsi, and Pepsi yeah. or like like those guys were at the top and they were yeah. like fiercely competitive one and two one yeah two. yeah it's strange like that and then all the while there are millions of other people doing really cool stuff yeah that never gets seen, yeah never hits the spotlight yeah like how many people talk about RC Cola yeah <laughs> I just heard somebody yesterday talking about it yeah it's it, it it's happens. hanging on it's still around people like uh remember it maybe even more so because it was number three yeah you know and his royal crown yeah yeah it's a cool logo it's pretty great good name good (laughs) yeah uh, 
We had, I worked at a restaurant once that served RC, but on yes. the menu it said Coke. Really? Yeah, they never, they, they may they have served Coke up? at some point, but they, wow. they started lying about it. And Do you remember when everything was just called a Coke? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Can I have a Coke? Yeah. Oh, what kind? Yeah. A Sprite. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. Well, that's how we would do it. Like yeah. Kleenex, Frisbee, yeah. Band Aid. Like it's all yep. just, that's the one. Whoever got there first, Google, you know? Right. Like that's what yeah. we do. It's bizarre. But that's, and that's a, it seems to be a symptom of like the following, the, 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 <coughs> I guess we still seek safety in numbers or something. Maybe it's just an animalistic that's, instinct. It's you know? interesting, right? Yeah. Like we, yeah. we believe that that's, important we yeah. believe that like if i a can lot of fit in with this, the other zebras yep. they're not going to know which stripes are mine right and then they won't single me out and chomp my throat you know then i'll actually still be around yeah or whatever it but is. what's amazing is that people are willing to put their whole self like their whole spirit and being and soul on whole or put it aside yeah. in order to conform yeah because it's and, safer. and may even forget about it entirely they mostly do i think yeah. i think a lot of people find the security that they're looking for and thought they yeah. were supposed to get, yeah, and then they stopped looking for anything else because they're like, "Well, I got my bills paid and roof over my head." I've and... never found a lot of security in art, but I've found a lot of satisfaction, and I've found totally. a lot of joy and a lot of, like, it's weird. It's like your your safety and comfort is coming from knowing that you're tr- true and honest to yourself, but also that you, uh, I don't know, you're able to actually let what's inside of you out mm-hmm. in, in a way that's meaningful. Yep. Um, if you're making art that like means something to you, then you have to do it really. And you yeah. gotta, you gotta find a way to make it happen. Even if it seems uncomfortable or, you well, know, it's a hell of a lot more uncomfortable to not do it. Like if you feel that yeah. you want to and need to, and you, I, and you don't think about it at the end when you, when you get to the end here, like I regret it all because yeah. I didn't do this. I wish I had done this. You know, that's a bummer. That's a real bummer. That's a that's, that's a like yeah. a heartbreaking bummer. Yeah. So I I hope that people can do things that make them happy. I I hope that there's enough jobs out there that people can find that you know get them excited about life. Like I wish we could not have the job be the focus. I wish there. I mean, there's plenty of yeah. We could do all the work that needs to be done and still have lots of free time. Job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, no, I, I agree. I think I think like uh I think it would take a shift in just like people uh how they look at it all, you know, how they perceive the function of all of this stuff. Like think about if everything was traded or like yeah. uh people shared more. Yeah. And when people saw that people were homeless they would not pretend like they're invisible and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Wouldn't that be amazing? So Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a joyous uh, note to end on. Yeah. Don't be don't be one of those people that sees other people as invisible. Well, and don't see yeah. yourself as invisible. I think is it would be a good yeah. Don't thing, be you know. Don't, don't be invisible. Don't allow yourself to just fade away or to blend in yeah. when when you have this thing that's like at your core yeah. screaming to get out. Like it just wants to be expressed in any way that it can. And it's pretty like if you allow yourself. I think it's really just about giving yourself permission to do it, and not worrying about what other people like yeah. you don't you're not asking other people for permission but the problem is that we've been trained to ask permission for for things and even, it's okay if not everyone likes it it's okay if you don't get instant like yeah gratification yeah. or like if your favorite artist doesn't tell you that he loves your painting right. like it's okay 
Well, like, if you feel something when you do <laughs> yeah, it, then yeah. that's the reward. Yeah, if you feel and that's that's enough sometimes. I think it's enough. I mean, it would be nice yeah. if we were also acknowledged and you know financially rewarded. And rewarded. <laughs> yeah, all that would be great. Be cool if but everything not, was free. But yeah, that would be cool too. But it's not, you know. But right. like, I think the trick is is to be gathering information, doing something interesting, giving back, not just taking from things and like uh being a part of something that feels positive and productive that isn't uh soul draining (laughs) like you know like something that at the end of the day you can feel good about like what you did instead of like man i just wrecked the world but i got paid right (laughs) you know or whatever like or even if you didn't wreck the world (laughs) but you're just not fulfilling yourself yeah like if you're doing a job that's strictly to make money i don't know anybody that yeah. feels good about that yeah and there's even if you have security you don't have a life you don't have a life that you enjoy yeah you just have the security that's it you know it's a trade it's a trade and, that and what not... you said a few minutes ago is really it's sunk in deep because it's what i've always felt is like the security that i feel comes from the knowledge that i can pursue that stuff yeah and it doesn't matter i of course i want a roof over my head and i want to be able to eat yeah but i know that in my pursuit of these things that are more meaningful to me than anything else yeah. that the other stuff will come with that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I I, I, so far it has. Yeah. And I, I believe in it. So I think it will keep working that way. I agree. Um, and, and it just, no other model makes sense to me. That's kind of what I keep coming back to. It's like, I don't, I don't know yeah. how to do it differently because <laughs> none of it makes any sense. Right. This is the only way that, that I want to live. And it's hard to do because it's not, the world is not set up for us. Right. Um, but at least there are enough of us to, that we can like, connect still, and say, hey, man, still. I love you. I love yeah. that you're still making cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. And please keep yeah. it up even if you're totally disheartened. Yeah. I, I find myself thinking about that kind of stuff a lot lately with this move to New York. Mm-hmm. Like, like, will I still be relevant in yeah. New York? Or like, do people care what I do at all? Or they, do they even know about it? Like, right. Maybe some do, you know, and then a lot of young people probably don't. And like, I have to show myself to both of those people, right? Like, and a way that, like, really, I don't, I mean, what it comes down to is like, I'm gonna be in a new place. I wanna keep doing this stuff, but I'm gonna be doing that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I may have to do a bunch of other stuff to pay the rent, yep. but I gotta, like, I'm going to be doing this and like, I want people to see it and I want it to be important to me. Like I want to care about it, Yep. but I do. So, you know, so it's already done. It's already done deal. You just got to keep doing it. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, I, I feel really grateful that I wound up there. It took me a long time to, to do it. I mean, it's fairly recent for me that I'm finally on the path that I want to be on. That's awesome. And knowing that it's, it's wide open. I can keep going as far as I want. Yeah. And I've always been fighting for that and probably shooting myself in the foot a lot because I was, I spent too much energy rebelling or trying to prove to everybody that I wasn't what they thought I was. Yeah. Rather than like you just follow the thing I love and let that be known. Like it'll, it'll show. Did you, did you feel, uh, that with your, with, cause I lived with your brother and, full disclosure like and it was it was a cool time to to in new york when i lived with eric yeah um did you and i met you through him obviously but did you did you feel competitive or like in that way with him like did did you feel pressure to like 
be Eric's brother because he was a well-known painter or any of that kind of stuff? Or how did that stuff work out? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, I mostly felt like I was in his shadow. And and I kind of gave up on art Hmm. at an early age because I would look over. You know, he was four years older. Yeah. And he was a a child prodigy. He was like, he was already amazing by the time I could pick up a crayon. Yeah. So I would look over and say like, uh, I'm never going to get there. I really, really loved drawing. I really loved it. But I remember thinking, well, the reason I gave it up is because everybody, every single person, every parent and friend of a parent and everybody, if they were to come over and meet us for the first time, they'd go right to They're like, which one of you is the artist? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Oh, and then me, my identity was the artist's brother. Oh, are you the, are you the, brother yeah. of the artist yeah like at all of his opening like well Every, into adulthood it yeah. was still like that yeah and i was like well i'm i'm and i'm yes he's my <laughs> he's brother my yeah and yeah he's also i'm also friend. a person yeah I, well yeah. yeah that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like he's my brother is so much more than a brother to me yeah and he was i never saw it as a competitive thing partly that's because good. i couldn't compete with him mm. but partly because i idolized him yeah you know? like yeah. not just his the work he was producing but him as a person yeah he was just like this really incredible person person that I wanted to emulate on all these different levels. And, um, so art was just one aspect of that. And then when I saw how far he had gone, like how far ahead he was already, I just, I don't even remember having the thought. I think it just, the decision felt like it was (laughs) made. I got to do something else. Yeah. And then I did like, I was good at sports. So I played sports, but I don't Uh give a shit about sports. I just wanted to run around Yeah, and I don't care about, Right. That sort of competitive, you know, yeah. competitiveness or fanaticism. Sure. So it took me like another twenty years to come back to, and music was my my opening. That's cool. And that was just because I picked up a guitar at somebody's house, and somebody else said, "Oh, that sounds kind of cool. That's do you play guitar?" And <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, "I don't think so, I but maybe I I, maybe <laughs> yeah. I want to now." Yeah, yeah. And then I got into it. So that's cool. But I so that's why. I mean, I think everybody has to find their thing. Yeah. And it's never exactly what somebody else's thing is. No. But it makes sense to look around and see what other people are doing. And it makes sense that you guys can would both be creative. And, right. You know? And in different ways or, and, or in the same way. It doesn't, yeah. Everybody's creative. That's, yeah. that's the yeah, thing I keep coming it. back to is like, yeah. please just like allow find, yourself find to be that creative. creativity yeah. and tap into it. It could be cooking. It could yeah. be, you know, gardening. Yeah. It could be whatever. It could be talking. You might yeah. be really good at talking or you might be an if exceptional. It make, if it makes you feel any better, when I moved in and lived with Eric, I felt the same way. <laughs> when I saw his paintings, I was like, man, this, I, this guy's on a different level. Like, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. I think most people probably yeah. feel that way. Yeah, but he's incredible. Painting. Yeah, well, and he's but, also like the most modest. You know, he's he's never yeah talked himself up. He's it never... was it was really fun to live with him at first when I when like his studio was sort of in the house still. Yeah, when he painted in his room because yeah, I would yeah. see it and I was like I just never really been around people that like do this that way. So mm-hmm. it was rad to watch, and it. It's kind of like what I wanted to learn at art school, but they said like it's all going to be on computers. Yeah. It's like I want to learn how to paint. Like I finally I was like living in New York with Eric, and he like knew how to paint. Yeah, and I was like, there's your teacher. I was like, whoa, I don't paint that way. But I and I never tried to paint like Eric, but I uh, I learned a lot from I learned a lot of interesting things living with Eric about discipline, just the way he he hit art was from a different angle than I was coming at it, but mm-hmm. he like was encouraging. And, you know, I was like, Oh, this is, <coughs> it's, it's rewarding to live with another artist because you can gain experience that they've already, gained, yeah. you know, and like, and you can share, like he, 
he was like trying to like at certain points like loosen up a little more, do yeah. different things. He was getting from you. He was getting. I don't know about from me, but like no, you know, he was. I definitely he was t- loose. You know? Yeah, well, he was. He was <laughs> yeah. looking at that and yeah. and desired that because he's always been really refined and he still has to struggle to to get loose. Yeah, it's like where everyone else has to like try to get tight and yeah, really, it's a struggle. Like, but he like is really you know I'm I'm not saying he works hard, but he like definitely is good at that. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was fun to me to see him at certain places. I remember we had talks about it where he'd be like, "I'm trying to loosen up," and I was like, "Yeah, man, like I, I get it because it it seems like so like hard to like always be like doing it perfectly or yeah. whatever, you know." But yeah. I also think Eric's just a really uh, cool, generous person, and I've I've always uh, been glad to know you guys. So likewise, thanks. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been cool to keep in touch and feel bad we haven't been able to hang out as much when we live in the same I know it's kind of area. stupid that now that you're leaving but we'll keep we'll yeah. keep in touch yeah and, uh, for sure. forever well, and uh definitely I always love seeing what uh, you're doing and I, and you're one of those really super generous artists who uh, who's always trying to get other people out mm-hmm. there and I, that's such a huge I mean I've been asking you like how do we get how do you get this how do you yeah. we're, you're doing it just yeah. by doing it you model the life that you think is right for you uh, and other people hopefully pick up on that and feel supported in their I hope so. I don't, version of that. I don't feel like I'm doing anything that other people can't do. I wish I wish you that I would have yeah, No, I just mean like just in like, terms of like trying to help other people too. Like I wish I wish doing, that uh I wish more people not to say like I wish people were more like me. Like I don't mean it like that. I wish more people uh saw that it helps everyone when we all help each other. Like totally. I, and I guess that is not just an art topic that's like life that's topic, a yeah. you know? that's a re- yeah but i but i find that uh there are lots of people out there uh once they learn that you can do that mm-hmm. you know like you can have an art show and have a wall with your friends on it like the galleries may not always be psyched but yeah. you can do that you i do, do it. it yeah you know what i mean your and friends are psyched. now my friend tim does it and like other yeah. like there's other people that do it and like like or you, you know, I used to get asked to have solo shows and I'd be like, can I do a group show? And then I just put all my friends in wow. it. Like, there's just ways to do that. You right. know, like, but that's like generous. You I mean, have that's to, not like, the way everybody that. else is thinking. Some people are like, solo show, solo, solo, solo. Yeah. Like the main focus is like, this is me, all about yeah. me. So my thing was like, it's funner with all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, like, let's open the doors for people. Yeah. Like, and like, I don't know, like nowadays there's. It's weird. It's kind of like the doors got really wide open and now they're kind of closing back in again. But like also the people that make those choices are closer to like our age now. Uh So I think that's making a difference. And and like that, that goes for in general, you know? Right. Like I I think like the old uh, guard is dying off. Sort of. And the new, the new people get to change it a little bit. What are we, what are we going to bring to the table that's different? Right. You know, like that's up to us. And teach our kids so that they know they can do something different too. That's important. And yeah. I think that's that's when we're going to notice, uh, we're already noticing big changes because of that. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's it's an interesting time. To that's be, for sure. To be alive. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can keep saying it because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that thanks. seems like a good place. To... Yeah. Thanks, Justin, for Thank talking. Thank you, man. And I, I hope that there's uh, a lot of people out there that want to do uh, things that are expressive and, and help... Uh, not only themselves, but other people by doing it, you know, like I've, 
a, a bookshelf of books of other artists that I admire and appreciate. And there's like a lot of people out there that want to uh, see what you're doing. So yeah. don't stop. Don't 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 uh, compare yourself to to other people because that doesn't matter. Never will. Yeah, it's like your your stuff is supposed to be your stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, good words it. of wisdom. Cool, man. All right, thanks, Rich. I appreciate it very much. Me too, man. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, that was my friend Rich Jacobs. You can find him. Uh, well, you can find him on Instagram at Movezine, M-O-V-E-Z-I-N-E. It's a zine called Move, I think. Movezine. Uh, also, his website is all one word. My website is inyourmind.com. I highly recommend you go check out his work. It's pretty great. Um, I have a couple of old pieces hanging on my walls that I'm very happy to see on a daily basis. And I'm really happy I got a chance to talk to Rich before he heads from one coast to the other for the next chapter. Um, what else? I wanted to say that uh, this we, we talked a little bit about politics in this episode, and um, that doesn't happen all that often. And we didn't go very deep, and that's, I think, pretty intentional on my part. I don't, I don't like to spend a lot of time talking about what's going on in our government because um, it it seems like talking about it is not doing a whole lot for anybody on either side, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of um, desire to reach an agreement uh, between the sides. So. Uh, I'm still going to fucking vote. I mean, we don't have all that many rights in this. Uh, I mean, our constitution lays out our rights, but they're being stripped away and or ignored. And um, I think it makes sense to exercise that particular right as a citizen of this country before it is gone. Um, the right and the country, that is. So I love you all. Please come again next week. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Outspoken Podcast. That's probably the best way to contact me for now. And uh, also you can look at pictures and read words and think about things. And I'll see you next week. Bye.